0: to the 11th episode of Outsiders. My name is Julia Curtis Burns and I am your host. And today I am joined by... Aaron Burns. Who is... Possibly related. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that. Who's possibly my cousin. You know we have the same last name. Mm-hmm. And we have similar family features. We do. But you also are the creator of what?
1: Extracurricular.
0: Yeah, which, what is it?
1: Uh, Extracurricular is a website, well, it's a hub of all things queer, so if you want to find a party, uh, a class, or somebody who has some kind of service to offer that's very queer friendly, that's where you would go to find it, anywhere in the world, and I believe that wherever you are, you should be able to find your community, and Extracurricular is there to help you do it.
0: That's awesome, that's awesome. When did you start, and what inspired it?
1: Um, I started actually working on it in earnest um, around November of 2015, um, and it kind of it was kind of something that I had kicked kicking around in my head for a while because I had traveled quite a bit um, last year, and in places that I was not familiar with at all, and I kind of didn't know where to find mm. the gay people. <laughs> I didn't know where to find the queers. Where are the queers? So I went to kind of... More me unconventional sources to find. them, like maybe Tinder and oh. other
0: dating apps just to like just to find the queer. Tinder people. is a good resource for also where to go if you're queer. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> I just learned something new. Yeah,
1: so it, it came in handy though. Like I, you know, I, I met some people. Could find find out where the gay scene is, but you know, if I'm, I feel like whenever when I go traveling, I, I always want to, like know where can I go. To just kind of find my center, Mm. my queer center. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of that's why I I
0: started on the website. And where have you gone that you found most like welcoming of you as a? Uh, Yeah, I think London. Our community. We're gonna talk about identity in a minute. Yeah. London? Why was that? Uh,
1: London. I just I...
0: I have like friends there,
1: and they always just kind of know where to go, where to take me. Mm. And it's just, it's always, I've always had a good good experience there. Um, yeah.
0: How how many times have you been there?
1: Oh, uh, quite a few. I can't really count them. I, I studied abroad the there for a semester, and I went back again for about seven months after college, and then some trips here and there, maybe about five or six times. I don't
0: mm-hmm. know. Wow. I've still not been, and I would love to go. I really, Definitely. that's something I really, th- definitely have to do next let, let me know <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, <laughs> I'll be right there with you so one thing I like to talk about is identity mm-hmm. so Erin like what is a term that you feel most comfortable with when you think about how you identify I love the
1: term queer I love the term queer um, I feel like it encapsulates everything um, because I don't really know how to label myself sometimes. Like, I grew up being very tomboyish. And before I knew I was realized I was gay, I just thought I was just a tomboy. Um, hmm.
0: Yeah. Wait a minute, let's go back. <laughs> so you grew up being a tomboy, mm-hmm. since you can remember. Yeah. And so you always thought that it wasn't about being gay, but it was just about, that was your style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew I,
1: like, I knew I thought found women attractive,
0: but I didn't know gay was a thing. Like, mm. I didn't know that was a thing. It was the same thing for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. I didn't. I didn't. Mm. I didn't think that that was actually something you could play out in real life. It was right. like just. I thought it was just me, and yeah, I thought I was just different, and I was like, I knew I was a tomboy, but I didn't know oh, you can actually like live your life like this, and there are other people yeah. in your community yes. that actually dress like this as well, and yeah. they also appreciate a woman.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and then I found
0: out about gay films, and I'm like, oh, this really is a thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. And so did so, you, when you first came out, did you identify as gay, or you've always identified as queer? Or has it evolved for you? Okay, when I first came out, I did bisexual. Oh, okay you know
1: um you know and then I eventually I was like okay who am I kidding I'm gay it's whatever I'm queer okay um so yeah I I love the term queer that's what I go for it's like and I like you know I look androgynous I like to kind of play Mm. with that too so what does it
0: mean to you to look androgynous uh
1: well my style is not very like in terms of clothing I love just I love long pants or shorts. I like button-down shirts. Um, e- only, like, one person has gotten me to wear a dress. Oh. And she just texted me. He probably heard my phone. She just texted me. The
0: ladies. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's a Friday
1: night. So, you know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what was the question?
0: <laughs> <What's>, um. <laughs> What was the question? No, I'm just kidding. No, I was um, like, why is your style, or why do you sometimes identify as androgynous? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. Be, like long pants, button-down shirts. Yeah. Did you always dress this way? Like since you can remember, was it? And now, and and also, when you shop, do you go in the men's department? Do you go in the women's department? Do you kind of go between both, or yeah. what? What's your yeah. what's your what's your situation? What's my <laughs> yeah so not the one that texted her that's not even a situation never
1: mind um okay so to your first question uh uh, like when when I could dress myself I -hmm. definitely was just kind of wearing what I wear now Uh, I just wanted like pants and a t-shirt you know when I was in elementary school um when I was in high school, I was into the whole rave, rave look, so I had the huge pants.
0: Really? And, yeah. Like the jingos.
1: The Jenga's. Ging- yes.
0: Was it yes. called Ging- Ging- oh, Ging- The Jenga's.
1: Ging- 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 right. Co- I said yeah. Jenga.
0: You know, like, the game. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, still- I had those. Those were great pants. Oh, was I was styling in that. I had like, a... Oh, yeah. my God. In eighth grade, I had the chain wallet. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> I was styling. You were styling. <laughs>
1: That was my high school. That was mm. it for me. I loved those. Um, and then now, uh, I just like whatever. I just like whatever to be fitted. I like my pants to be kind of fitted. I finally just got into like skinny jean look because my roommate said it makes my legs look like a million miles long. I'm Like thank you. Oh. So I I bought six of those. <laughs> um, when you find a good fit, you know. Mm-hmm. It's when, true. You, when you find something yeah. that fits
0: you gotta stock, yeah, up. stock up on that stock up on that and the ladies like it you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah Thank and then you.
1: i i don't i do kind of gravitate toward the men's department i was really sad to find out that ben sherman closed mm. the one in, in in soho um so was that your spot i loved i loved that style i and I, even if the clothes didn't fit me i like to go in there and just see what what's out there and try to find something that looks similar mm-hmm. like so I like getting my style ideas from there mm-hmm. um and like and like you know pulse. I like I obviously I like a lot of plaid look <laughs> <laughs> The picnic table print <laughs> I have a picnic bag that's picnic print. table print <laughs> do you? I do you want to see it it's yeah. just the same as the shirt Aww. hopefully okay. we take a picture we're going to take a picture see. so you
0: can see the shirt but
1: okay.
0: I, I also enjoy plaid <laughs> i think that's a very queer thing it is yeah you know, it it's, makes you feel good it does <laughs> it's warm <laughs> and it's it's flannel it's flannel you, you have, to have gotta a love flannel. flannel shirt yeah <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about just the process of creating extracurricular how did you get it all off the ground mm-hmm Right, because you said you yeah. you've been it been knocking around in your head for a long time, and a lot of us have these awesome ideas for entrepreneurship, but we're not quite sure how do we how do we get it off the ground. So mm, you yeah. were bold and you took a step and you you set it up, and so what was the process like?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that really helped me get it to where it is now it's not it's not live it's live, but it's yeah, we've got a, a landing page up. But what, what was your event, your Daydreamers event? that kind of really lit a fire under me um
0: the initiative space event we're coming back with some more events (laughs) soon for you real soon right Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so yeah i
1: i just would go home straight home after work and just it was even like i think over like thanksgiving that's when i started really looking at what kind of platforms were out there that could do this because mm. I don't know how to coat that well so I was just researching like is there anything out of the box that I could put together and use and it, a lot of it was like during my downtime from work um I kind of it would help it was helpful that I was getting cold <laughs> well actually it wasn't getting that cold because we had a really warm winter yeah but, we did like you know,
0: 70 degrees on Christmas yeah.
1: yeah and I was in California and I was like in 50s
0: isn't <laughs> so, that interesting that's crazy yeah <laughs> global, global warming. warming you guys <laughs> so terrifying but yeah
1: um um but yeah it was like once you have an idea like all i want you know all i want to do is work on it so i just come home straight home after work be at my computer like putting this together i reached out i ended up just talking going to a work party and talking to a co-worker and who also has a website and i was asked her like do you know anybody who could Help me with this, who's got reasonable rates, and she gave me the info for this guy um, who is in India, but he's, like, the most wow. amazing developer I've ever worked with. And he's been helping me with some key features on the site. Um, and I had that time crunch between, like, the last week of, uh, I think it was De- December, or no, when your day party was. Well, it was. It was in December 12th, yeah. Yeah, I had crunch time because he had <laughs> asked me to present it. So that's when I really had to just focus all my free time on it mm. to, to get it presentable. And, and it ended up coming together.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah. Daydreamers was an event where I asked women that were doing innovative things like Erin to showcase their work, whether it is um, an app, a website, et cetera. And Erin was really gracious to share with us what she was working on. Um, I, it was yeah. great.
1: It was a good space it was everybody there was really got gave really good feedback too and, and motivated me even more to, to
0: keep at it so how long was the setup time like from you reaching out to the developer to getting your launch page is that what you call it a launch page yeah Darren <laughs> <No, it's, laughs> gave me wine me. so <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's Friday yeah, wait <laughs> um, you and me both uh, yeah so I so from the time I started working on it, it was like maybe late November and then the time to your party uh, it was about a month and a half give or take um, the developer came in at about um, two weeks before your event oh, wow. and helped me just customize the front page a little bit more and then the landing page I did myself which is really Easy to do through WordPress, like mm-hmm. they have plugins for that. But the developer did some customizations for me that I couldn't do on my own because I don't know PHP.
0: <laughs> Wait, what?
1: Uh, PHP, it's like the scripting like language. Um, I'm really not familiar with it, but PHP. a lot of PHP,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: But like a lot of WordPress templates use it, and uh, it's beyond it me. Coding,
0: coding, like that. yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Cool.
1: I'm still a newbie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I mean, you've created something amazing. So folks can come to the site now and they can sign up?
1: Yeah, so folks can come to the site now and they'll get a landing page and they can you can put your email in there and be notified when we're ready to have people use it and mm-hmm. test it out mm-hmm. um, because this first, um, this first month after, couple months after I make it open to everybody I want to have it as a
0: testing phase. Mm-hmm. So, you know, work out any kinks that are in there. And we'll, um, and we'll put all the information in the notes so that you can check out the site yeah yeah we're on twitter and facebook it's mm-hmm. so awesome yeah. so you work full-time
1: mm-hmm.
0: right yeah and you were coming home after work to work on this how do you well a how are you able to do that how did you find the time without being exhausted and b what does work-life balance mean to you and how does it look Yeah,
1: so, well, to answer your first question, that was, um, that was kind of a a difficult time in terms of balancing things, because I was working full-time, um, and then also I was kind of seeing somebody, too, (laughs) and I was doing this.
0: Don't let the ladies distract you. (laughs) I know they're beautiful, but don't let them distract you. It happens, so I get it. I feel for you, Erin. I I know, know. I I know. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed you.
1: (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that was really, I, there were nights where I would come, I would fall, I would wake up and my, have like the keyboard like printed on my <laughs> yeah. face cause I fell asleep and it was like two or three in the morning. I fell asleep on my computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was exhausting. Um, and I, and I, and my, my job right now, it's, uh. It's really, I enjoy it, it's really challenging, but there are times when I have to work overtime. Mm. And I, I kind of found that I had to be assertive <laughs> about mm. my time and, like, not letting work encroach
0: on my time. Which is hard for us sometimes. It's Yeah, yeah. So what does it mean for you to be assertive? How have you done that? Um, like, without without giving too much. Yeah, you know. Um,
1: like, for example, um... If I was expected to come in on a weekend, or if I was expected to stay super late, um, I would just do my best to get my work done, you know, as as soon as possible. Um, but you know, some people are are very are very great people, and they love they they work a lot, long hours, and and sometimes they kind of expect you to do the same, and mm. um, I and I kind of have to be. Kind of like asserting my boundaries in terms of my own time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's scary to do that. It's so do you <laughs> in, do, like walk in the out workplace? of work? Or are you just no, like, hey, it's Friday. I'm out. No, I don't peace out like peace, that. You know. I, I, um, I definitely say Thanks for a
0: great week. I'm gone.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> peace. It's Friday. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I have to kind of. Um, I guess it's a negotiation. It's a dance. Mm. Um, it's. Well, you know, I, I I worked on this. Like, I will come in early, um, in the morning tomorrow, if you need, or I will, or you know, so I could finish up or do whatever, or I can, like, I, I have laptops, laptop, so I can work from home, um, sometimes. So I'll put I'll put in some extra hours. I'm making the week. a crazy face at Eric. She is you, making a crazy face at me. So you
0: work from home
1: sometimes. Sometimes,
0: I think I that have is to work overtime. I think that, you know, it's a very, there's two things I really like about New York. Mm-hmm. One, that everybody is really driven, works yeah. really hard. But two, yeah. that everybody is so driven to the point that we can sometimes overwork ourselves and yeah. not take the time that we need to really recharge, mm-hmm. you know. And then what happens is you keep working, 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 and then you sort of burn out. I yeah, yeah. The, been there <laughs> me too and the ability for you to really perform at your highest potential as an employee kind of like fades to the side because you're just so tired yeah i'm burnt out at the
1: end of the day it's beneficial for them to have me
0: <laughs> as a
1: well-rested employee yeah. <laughs> rather so, than you know being overworked and making mistakes all over the place yeah, okay. yeah. but yeah Asserting my, my time boundaries was, is, it was very scary at first, but it's working out. Working
0: it's working okay. out. It feels good. It
1: feels good. Yeah. I feel better. And it's, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, this isn't, you know, there's there's always something you can do. Like like I see, you always have, you have a skill that somebody's willing to pay for. So, mm. you know, I, I, I feel like regardless of what happens with, in terms
0: of employment, like I have skills that are. Mm-hmm. Valuable, and, and, that, and that's important to own that, right? Yeah. To know what you're worth and that your time is worthwhile and that you are not necessarily having to be, this is my only option, this job is my only option, but, yeah. like, knowing that you have a lot of self-worth and you can move on if you need to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. So what do you do when you do leave work and you're like, deuces, how do you... <laughs> Like, how do you maintain like sanity? Like, how do you keep yourself calm and cool? Oh, yeah. What do you do? Your work-life balance.
1: Yeah. Um, I found... I, I have two gyms, right? equidistance from my work. So on my lunch mm. break, I go to the gym sometimes. Oh. And just do the treadmill or the elliptical or do some yoga um, on my lunch break. And then after that you know, I go, I love going to tech events. I go to women who code events a lot. I go to lesbians who tech. Mm. I hang out with Julia.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you do. I go to burlesque shows. Oh, and I, that's you know, a different
0: episode. That's a- no, it's not. <laughs> oh, so you like to go to things like burlesque shows, like yeah. tech events. I meditate. Like to work out. Meditate. Meditation. Do you meditate? So this is a question I have about meditation. Is it? Led by something like you watch a YouTube video or not watch it, but like you hear it, you listen to it, or do you kind of just do it on your own? Go um, to class. I
1: I like to go to uh, groups. Um, I find them really helpful to just help me. It, be it helps me kind of to not do it half assed. Mm. Because um, it's easy to get distracted and sitting by myself. Mm-hmm. So that accountability, that responsibility to the person sitting next to me to not be a distraction really helps. Mm-hmm. And um, also, like, there's lots of apps out there that have guided meditations or just meditation timers.
0: What apps are those? Please uh, share.
1: Uh, let me see if I have one on my phone right now. <laughs> I do. Um, there's one called, I think, um, Meditation. Oddly enough um and What's the name of the app is meditation <laughs> um let me find it it's Minds I think there's one called mindspace or headspace or something like that um I have one that's just sounds that's called relax dot, oh, I heard. relax melodies hmm. um and it has all kinds of do, do you want me to play a sound yeah should we do
0: like a, let's let them listen to one
1: yeah we'll do a little meditation right now um it's just like white noise Um, there's another one that's like, that's a really good one. You can like layer sounds on top of one another and create like waves. Like, this is a nice one. Mm. Very soothing.
0: Yeah. I like so, that one. Makes me feel like candles are lit, you know, really relaxed in a spa. Yeah. Oh, I, I do see th- where I want to be this weekend, but it's it going to be giddy. so cold. I know, uh,
1: right. Spa helps too.
0: Yeah. So you so you meditate. Yeah. You work out. Yeah. And you go to burlesque shows. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I always try and, and just try new things. Like I try different classes. I just took a drum class. Oh. Um, I just try to keep all my curiosities um, fulfilled.
0: So you you learned how to play the drums?
1: I took just like a very I have, like, a three-class voucher, so I took a beginner drum class. Where did you get the voucher?
0: Groupon. Oh! (laughs) So, little-known fact about Julia, from sixth grade to eighth grade, I was an amazing drummer. Yes. drum classes regularly. I practice like every day after school, and it was something I was really into. And I, you know, that's like a really big regret of mine that I didn't stick with it. Yeah, and that's yeah. like a
1: regret of mine that I haven't tried it, and I'm thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm turning thirty-one next month. That's terrible. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've wanted to play since I was a kid, and I've just now decided that I should try probably try it out. No. Yeah, let's 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 get let's
0: start a band, Julie. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, what are some things that you have learned along the way in you know creating your own website? I mean, you have more than one, so Uh, I want to hear about the other projects that uh, are coming. I told her I would uh, ask her about this. Yeah, but like, what are some things that you've learned along the way? What's your journey been like? Um.
1: Yeah, so I've been just kind of dabbling with like HTML, like as a teenager I would dabble. Um, But I didn't really pick it up again until last year while I was traveling and I had some time on my hands and I found a great tutorial online and I started learning Ruby on Rails and some other things. Um, So, I mean, I think what I found is like there's always an answer Mm. online. Like, somebody, like, when you come across a weird error message, just Google the heck out of it, because somebody has always had, somebody else has had that issue and has fixed it, and I feel like that is kind of, like, a message for life for me to remember, Mm. It's like, whenever I have a problem, like, a personal issue, to, like, talk about it with somebody, because it's, there's no unique problem, really, and everybody's had it. At least one person has had the same mm-hmm. problem you had or go- going through something you're going through. Um, I don't know if I got off track with the No,
0: I think that's a really deep thing that you just said. Like, The more authentic you are about what you're going through or yeah. maybe you're transitioning like in terms of your career or your interests. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I found that with myself. The more that I've talked to people about even things that I'm really nervous to share. Yeah. I find that other people are like, Yeah, that happened to me too, and they can genuinely yeah. identify and, and support Yeah, support you, give you advice, but also yeah. it, it, it sort of builds your connection with that person or your body, yeah. or your, your ability to really identify with that person. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. Because we walk around with so many things and we mm-hmm. keep it in our heads or in our hearts, and it's just like when you say it out loud it's scary but there's so many other people who are like yes, yes. i've been going through that too like how did you yes. deal with it what did you do and it just kind of like opens the world of conversation that you've been wanting to have you know yeah definitely yeah. definitely
1: yeah. um no that's very true and like so i don't know it's just been like just learning to code has not been only about learning to code is what i've realized mm. um so I am also, I was thinking about it, but now that Julia put me on the spot, I have to speak it into existence now. Yes. I am, uh, I was quote-unquote retired from photography for a few months while I was working on extracurricular, but now I'm coming out of retirement. yeah, <laughs> Quote-unquote. And I'm going to be doing another website where, um, basically to just a portfolio website, but also where people can uh, book me for photography services and also where I can just sell them, um, people video clips, like stock footage
0: that Mm -hmm. they can
1: use in their projects.
0: What does that mean, stock footage?
1: Um, yeah, so, like, if you are making, like, a web series or something and you're located in, I don't know, Alabama, but you want (laughs) it to look like New York, um... I could record, like, the Empire State Building for you. Like, I, could, I could record, mm. like, a few seconds clip of it for you or do, like, an angle that you want. And then just you could download it from the site, pay for it, and imp- use it in your, in your web series.
0: That's awesome. So, like, like
1: establishing shots for films and whatnot. Mm. Um, there's a lot of free sources out there. Um, so I just figured I have all this footage sitting around that I haven't done anything with, so
0: put it out there so why not why not yeah that's awesome when I go back for a second Mm -hmm. you said that you learned that learning how to code wasn't just about learning how to code (laughs) yeah so what does that mean
1: whatever like problems or walls I hit it's kind of helping me I kind of extended it to not just coding but to life like there's no unique problem Mm -hmm. and it's like it's really helping me deal with how i deal with problems like before when i was a teenager if i hit a wall it was like i'd put it down i'd never like go back mm-hmm. to it but now i'm just like you know this is somebody has somebody has been through this and somebody has figured this out so i'm going to figure it out mm-hmm. and it's kind of helped me become more persistent and um, it's just i don't know it's teaching me a lot of life lessons and then like also I get to go to networking events where I meet awesome women who are doing really cool projects. And it's really a bonding over a common interest like that has been really um, rewarding. Mm. And that's what I kind of hope extracurricular will achieve, is, like, achieve more moments like that where people can bond over genuine interests and um, uh, just things that they're hobbies that they appreciate. Because, like, I know we were talking earlier, I said, like, everybody... You know, people know where to go to party, <laughs> or, yeah. you know, usually, you know, you can find a party pretty easily, but it's, it's kind of, it's harder to find people who find a queer space to do yoga or to find a queer space to meditate or find a queer space to, to knit or mm. learn a language. Like it, that's harder to find. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, extracurricular is kind of, it's, it's, it's one, I want it to be the way that you can bond over anything.
0: Mm, that's us see it's really the wine <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, i stopped drinking for a right. while too but, <laughs> but yeah
0: you know that's okay um i think it's really important for us to have visibility because you know like i dress a certain way like i would say i'm, I'm sort of like a I, i'm well i'm i am a tomboy but I'm also like masculine presenting in the in in the clothing that i feel comfortable with and you know, that's taking a really long time. It's taking a really long time for me to get there, to be in a space where I feel like, oh, I can wear this and I feel comfortable and I'm accepted and I'm understood by the other people in my community. Yes. You know, and so it's really important that you are giving sort of a... It's like a guide, or like you know, an almanac to like all of these places that you can go, where you can say, "Oh, I'm here. I, I, am here. I'm queer." But you know, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but like where you feel like you can identify. I think visibility is the most important thing. Yeah, and that's why. Well, I'm not giving visibility, but I like this podcast because I'm able to showcase women in our community that are doing amazing things, right? And so. I love that. I love that you've started this. It's very inspiring. It uh, makes me excited.
1: Nah, I just trying to keep up with you. No, no. I I know like all my
0: all the people in this community that I like
1: run into at these events, like they keep me motivated. I'm like I can't I can't see them and not be like making progress. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we definitely motivate each other. Yeah.
0: And I think yeah. it's important to surround yourself with people that always make you want to keep learning.
1: Yeah. Definitely, I know. definitely. And these podcasts that you're doing are awesome. Stop. Stop I love it. it. I
0: love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things that I really like to do in this podcast is feature innovative women like yourself. Ooh. What does it mean to you to be innovative? Oh wow. Uh, I
1: don't know. I think, I think that means to me. How do I kind of anticipate or lessen problems or um I guess how do I help people get what they need Mm. in a way that they're not getting it like 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 for the website for example like in order to find queer events you kind of got to be pretty good at, at searching Facebook searching certain terms um, and so I kind of wanted to take it, take that part out of it so that when you come to the website, you only, you know that the event's going to be queer, mm. then you just got to focus on finding what you're interested in. So I think innovation is just kind of meeting people's needs in the ways that, in, in a way that kind of uses technology or removes any kind of like hurdles that somebody probably hasn't done yet. Mm. If that makes sense. And I never really thought much about what innovation means to me. Yeah,
0: but that's awesome. I think that that's really important. You are solving a problem, you know, that you're feeling this, this pain point for a lot of people, you know, who go through life feeling like outsiders mm-hmm. or different and needing a community. And it's so powerful to walk into a space and feel like, you're one of many as opposed to you're one yeah. <laughs> and
1: yeah. you're alone
0: yeah. you know so thank you for
1: creating that no, thank, thank you for initiative space and like <laughs> i remember uh going to queer fashion week and like being super proud of our community because mm. we looked amazing on that stage i'm so awesome and designers like people like jag like Jag & Co, like those designs. Shout out to, Shout out and to Co. Jag & Co. Yes. doing it. Um, yeah, really, I really like appreciate that, and like that's just really powerful to be able to
0: like experience that and be in a room with that. Because Erin does a little modeling on this. No, season, <laughs> I don't. not mention that. But behind the does. camera, behind- <laughs> I am behind
1: the. I am back out of retirement. I am mm. behind the camera now.
0: So what (laughs) inspires your photography? Like, what makes you excited? What are you like, oh, this is awesome. I love photographing this.
1: Uh, I think it, I think in terms of, like, I used, I I grew up doing still life and landscape. And it was always, for me, more of an aesthetic. It was more, like, this looks really cool. Like, I want, I kind of want to show people this. And then now that I'm doing, like, headshots and doing more people, I think the thing that I really like is the interaction. Because, you know, you got to have some kind of connection with your subject. And if it's somebody I just met, it's like, it's challenging for me because I'm an introvert. Mm. I'm shy. And I also got to get this person to smile. She's not really shy. I'm shy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I like having to interact and get, like, a, get a, a smile from them or get, like, a look that they kind of were like, oh, my God, that's it. You captured mm-hmm. it. And I loved doing the shoot with you because we yeah, did. Yeah, so shout out <laughs> to Erin because
0: my photo that you all see, if you are, you know, when you go on SoundCloud, my profile picture where I'm just looking, Erin um, was actually my photographer, and she helped me to, Get comfortable, warm up, and really present the side of myself that I wanted to present. So you have that power to do that and get that out of the people you were photographing. Photographing—that's a word, though. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, photographing. Um, you know, and that's that's a skill. Yeah,
1: that, no, that was a, that was like one of the. That's like the most fun I've had in the shoot because like we literally she showed up, and we were there for like three minutes. And she struck so many poses and I'm like, okay, we can go home now because we got
0: it. (laughs) I mean, I do love, I do love taking photos. So what's next for you, Erin? Like, what do you want to do? What is something that you've been knocking around in your head that you haven't started yet that you'd really like to do? Oh, wow. Okay.
1: There's always something in my head. Um. So other than that, the photography website and just being really proactive about getting back into that and doing more portraits and, and doing more um, video and editing. Um, I really, I think my main goal this year is to become, I, probably, I don't know if I should say this. You should
0: say I it outside of the place to make <laughs> your dreams, speak them to life.
1: Um um, no, my, my my main goal is to be self-employed this year and to um, really prove to myself that I can be self-reliant. I can make my own... I can, I can be self-sufficient and not have to, you know, and, and do it on my own terms, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a big move.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's... I mean, I've been brought up to just believe and, and know that, like... Go to, you know, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a good job, and then you work for, like, however many years and then you retire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I feel like, and I know that's not true. I mean, it's true, but I know that that's not the only way.
0: Right. And, and it's fine for some people who yeah. want to do that. It's very steady. Exactly, yeah. And um, you can do a lot in terms of being an excellent provider for your family.
1: Yeah, and I think that this year I kind of want to prove to myself that that is one way but it's there's other ways too. Mm. Um and, and also to kind of I guess prove to myself that I can do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a
1: scary thought, but you know.
0: Yeah, but the things that scare us the most are the most Yeah. Awesome and amazing experiences. I mean in leaving the teaching world, my family was like what are you doing? You're crazy. You have a steady job. Like, you know, I come from a family of educators, like period, like professors and lawyers. And, um, so when I got my master's in teaching, my family was like really proud of me and Mm -hmm. excited. But when I said I want to start my own business and leave that education background, um, they were like really upset and understandably so because it's scary. Yeah. But, It has been the wildest roller coaster ride I've ever been on, but the most exciting thing I've ever done in my life. And so, Mm -hmm. if you feel ready to take that leap, just do it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, definitely. You you definitely inspired me. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, And and you will. Thank you. And so, Erin will be back, and we'll see. Like you know, how her (laughs) self employment. (laughs) entrepreneur life is going i know right so there are there any books or quotes that you've read or things that really inspire you as you move into this entrepreneurial lifestyle you know what
1: if your view if your listeners can hold on for like two seconds yeah yesterday i heard a quote and I wrote it down in my calendar. I keep a paper calendar now because I, my memory's terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking Ginkgo tea right now. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, me Just explain earlier. to us
0: what that tea is.
1: It's it's called, it's from Yogi Tea. It's called Ginkgo Clarity. It's supposed to help improve memory. Shout out to Yogi Tea, though. The quotes that they
0: have are everything. Oh, what do they have okay. today? What does your tea say?
1: Mine says, joy is the essence of success. That's
0: right. And mine says... Oh, I don't... Oh, mine is nine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 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 Okay. I will to get that anyway. other quote. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually not.
1: <laughs> okay, so I remember <laughs> the quote. So the quote was actually from Grey's Anatomy because I told it, I watched the whole Sean O'Rhymes 3. Three series block last night. I'm so glad it scanned. Shonda Rhimes, man. Shout out to Shonda Rhimes. Shout out, Scandal? do the thing. Do the damn we thing, girl. How do get away with murder? Oh uh. man. Um, but it was in the episode Grace Grey's, *Grey's Anatomy*. last night, and it said, "Don't let fear keep you quiet." Say it one more time. Don't let fear keep you quiet.
0: What does that mean to you?
1: Um, I have I like I, I like I mentioned earlier like asserting my boundaries, like, like, asserting my boundaries around my time. Like, it was very scary for me to do that because I'm like, you know, you know, you probably need your work, you got work. But, you know, not. I, I think not saying something out of fear, not doing something out of fear is I'm learning, still learning that, you know, it's not,
0: that's not the way to live. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. That's no way to live. Fear can hold us back from a lot of things, from love, from professional um, career goals that we have, and, you know, as hard as it is and as scary as it is, it's so empowering to let go and just try and do. Not No, I'm changing that. To let go and do. Yes. You know? Because that's where the magic happens. And Erin, what advice do you have for someone who, you know, they may be working a full-time job, but they have this idea, like you did, to create something amazing, and maybe mm. they want to get into coding, but they, they just don't know where to start. Yeah. What, are, what are some tips you have for that person? Um, yeah,
1: so I get I get the whole, like, yeah, you definitely, especially in New York, you need to have... Some kind of income. You need income. You need to have however that looks. Mm. And I remember somebody when I first moved here said she's like working her nine to five and her five to nine, mm. and she's like at work and then she's going home working on her projects. And um, you know, and I, I I hate to say it, but it's like you know burnout is real. But I I think that if if you really want something and if you really want to accomplish something you know, coming home after work to work on the website didn't feel like work. It was really exciting, and it was really motivating when I found a solution to some kind of problem I ran into, and it was it it was just exciting for me, and it didn't feel like I was – it didn't feel like work. It, it just felt like I was doing something I was meant to do. Um, and so I think that if you have an idea or, not, or something like that um, – just research it, Google, research it, Google the heck out of it. Talk to your friends. Your friends know things, people around you. They have all kinds of talents that you can, you know, utilize, and they have all kinds of knowledge. So if there's something, an idea you want to work on, just know that there's support out there. Um, there's people out there that can help you. And if, in terms of tech, there's all kinds of meetups you can go to, and the people there are really cool. Um, like, Women Who Code, Ladies Who Code, um, Lesbians Who Tech. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's, like, Beginner Programmers. Um, it's called Beginner Programmers, and they have free workshops. And then, like, one of the classes online I did was called Base Rails. It's called baserails.com. That website was really helpful and helped me to actually finish a project. Mm. And in that website, you learn Ruby and on Rails and other things, and you can you recreate a website like Etsy or like Yelp, or you can make a, a website like Craigslist. And it really helped me to see that, you know, it, you bre- if you break it down into steps, you can it, it's possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyone can really do it if you sit down and really focus on it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your story. And I'm so excited to see what happens next with Extracurricular. Yep. With your goal to be self-employed this year of 2016. Yep. And with your photography. Shout out. yo! If you need a profile picture, a professional picture for LinkedIn, Erin is awesome. She's motivating. She's just... Really, really down to earth, and she's great. So I'll put her information in the thank you in the um, notes. But we'll be back next week with another episode. Yeah. Be yourself. Be amazing. Say what you need to say, and just be you. Thank you so much, Erin. Thank you, Julia. Thank Bye. you, Cuz. <laughs> You're welcome, Cuz. <'cause>. We'll <laughs> see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.